has it been since we've heard that intro welcome everyone what's up party people it's sincere sarcasm version 2.0 i am francis aka the other guy and with me as always is well he's not here dave the drummer is not here with me no yes he has given me his blessing to go ahead and resurrect this show i felt like it needed to be resurrected because there's not enough silliness in the world right now. <clears throat> a lot of stuff is going on. A lot of stuff is heavy. A lot of stuff is is big. And I'm finding the podcasts and shows that I'm part of, I don't really get to talk about the things that I just want to BS about, you know? Things that I just want to just randomly talk about. I miss having just random conversations about anything on my mind. And having a centralized place for that. Well, I need it. And that's this. Sincere sarcasm. It's back. Starting, I guess, because this is version 2.0 or version 2000 or version whatever you want to call this thing. You know, the resurrection of. Uh, we're starting with episode one. This is episode one. Previous episodes are still available if you want to see them. They're at uh, the Libsyn website. God, I can't remember what that is. <laughs> I'll see if I can just put a link uh, on the description so you can listen to the older episodes. But <clears throat> I figured I need to come back. And I won't be doing this alone. I'm going to try to get some people on here uh, on a regular basis to talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about. Movies, video games, uh, space, time, you know, Black holes, you know, anal bleaching, speaking of black holes. <laughs> that type of humor again. Really just stupid, stupid humor. Uh, I want to get back to that, uh, you know, because we, 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 we need it. You know, we miss it. And um, the inspiration really came from, and he doesn't know this, because even though he's number one fan and listens to all my other shows, thank you, Tommy, for kind of just, you know, Continuing to support the work done at SincereSarcasm.net and uh, kind of really kind of pushing me to want to do this show again. So here I am, and I will be playing some of the missed audio that I didn't get to play in previous podcasts uh, of Tommy's Taint and some voicemails. So you get some of that <clears throat> there today. I'll be playing it at the end. Uh, cause I, I, I'm gonna go into episode two clean, but with, with, you know, hopefully with a lot more, uh, voicemails and emails and stuff like that. So, you know, come on, bring it on, bring it on. But yeah, so because we don't have Dave the drummer, uh, which sucks, I know it sucks. We wish we had Dave, uh, we need Dave here. I'm just, what I'm going to do instead is 
I'm going to try to find some clips. We'll see if I actually do this. Who knows? I'm probably not going to do this at all. But I'd like to be able to find some clips where I play for certain segments and certain the old segments and stuff that he made, like uh, this one. Who's in the box? What's in the box? Okay, well, okay, that wasn't a segment. Uh, but this one. What's up with the kids? Or... And now, here's this. Very serious. So Dave will still live on in those segments that I'm going to bring back. But again, it's going to be less structured as it was before. You know, where we would have kind of like funny stories that were online, things like that. We're just going to talk. We're just going to get our mind off things in any way, shape, and form. You know, and just discuss just the weirdest stuff. Maybe, hopefully, maybe not even the weirdest stuff. Maybe just like controversial stuff, like The Last of Us 2 or something, which maybe not a lot of people know of. Or the really, the big elephant in the room, right? The biggest elephant in the room. The one that is just staring us in the face pretty much, well, every day now, right? At least for a little while, is um, how HBO Max is going to be releasing the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Like, that's the big elephant in the room, right? Like, that's the thing. We have to nip in the bud. We have to talk about why they would give in to fans who wanted to see a terrible movie done even worse by... <laughs> yeah. Look, okay. All right, look, 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 look. You know me. I'm a reasonable guy. Glad that the fans get their thing. I don't care. I'm not going to watch it. I don't really care. I mean, I'm going to watch it for this, just so I can comment it on. Oh, I guess I do have to watch it for this if I want to comment on it. Damn. I guess I won't be able to escape it after all. But that's a big thing, right? Like, people are upset. Like, there's two sides of the road on that one. People are happy. People are upset. Can you blame them, though, <laughs> why people are upset? And also, can you blame them why people are happy? You know, I mean, I get it. The, uh, you know, the... 10 fans of this movie were were clamoring for this and Warner Brothers wanted to like say hey yeah here HBO Max go go handle this this movie or TV show or series or whatever the hell it is you know let's satiate these you know 10 or 12 rabid fans who've been hashtagging release the Snyder cut for the last 5 freaking years oh my god what is Look, and again, the reason why I am like, great, these fans get this movie is because, hell, I want a, a sequel to some movies that I really, really enjoyed. Like, I'd love a sequel to Alita Battle Angel. Love that movie. Make a sequel to that. It's a movie that I, that not a lot of people watched, but people seem to like in general. I want to see a sequel to that movie. Um, I don't make Tron 3, I guess. I like Tron Legacy. I was just talking about it recently on the Twitters, how much I actually do enjoy that movie and how I think it's actually pretty good, despite I know not a lot of people liking it. I'm like, hey, Tron Legacy, ba you know, awesome. So I really, you know, again, good on, <clears throat> good on the uh, Snyder Cut people. I'm glad you got your movie. I'm glad that you won, I guess. Like I said, if this opens the door for movies that I will enjoy, like, you know, a sequel to Alita Battle Angel, then awesome. Then I'm all for it. Make movies like this. That's cool. Whatever. I don't care. Anyway, uh, let's see. Here's one. Sing, 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 sing,
Okay, well, I guess, it just said yay, so I thought it was just going to be yaying, but apparently not. Anyway, this is going to be rough, isn't it? <laughs> oh, man, it's always rough uh, for a little while, but it's going to be all right. So, you know, for an inaugural episode, just a hello, hi, everyone. If you want, if you don't remember, if you weren't here for the previous iteration of the show, we just, again, talk nonsense. This show evolved over, like, God, 300 episodes, 200 and some episodes, where it was just... Dave and I just, you know, shooting shooting the shit about whatever, you know, talk of the crack, as he would say in his Irish broge, brogue, whatever. Uh, and that's what we do. We would just talk about whatever was on our mind. I think first episode was about time travel and space and black holes and, you know, our rudimentary understanding of physics and astrophysics and all that. And it was great. You know, it was a lot of fun. And then it went to bad music videos and we started reviewing bad movies like uh, Rock and Roll Nightmare and just a bunch of bad horror films. And, uh, you know, well, I forget the name of the movie now. Oh, my God. Shop, uh, Chopping Mall. Right. Things like that. Terrible movies that Dave forced me to watch and I would review on this in the show. And it was great. You know, it was a lot of fun. Uh, will I do that again? Hell no. <laughs> I'm not gonna, oh, my God. If I don't have to endure any of that bad stuff anymore, I'm not going to do it. You know, in honor of Dave, though, I will admit I do like bad stuff. Which, I, just to go back to the Snyder Cut thing, I think that's what bothers me the most. See, here I go. Uh, and you're getting a lot of tangents, by the way. Just a lot of tangents. Just like the good old days of just tangents. This is what bothers me about the Snyder Cut. Okay? This is what bothers me about people in that movie is that look i'm willing more than willing to admit that i like bad stuff you know i realize alita battle angel isn't a good movie necessarily i think it's a fine movie but i guess i get it's not great it's no i don't know schindler's list or something (laughs) of course (laughs) Uh, it's just not that impactful, but it's fun and it's electric and it's, it's energizing and it has a great cast and good actors. And uh, even though, uh, Rosa Salazar is just this gigantic eyed animated girl, you know, there's a lot of expression and a lot of emotion and stuff. And just a really good movie to me, but I also like, for instance, Jurassic World, you know? A lot of people don't like Jurassic World. I get it. I understand why. But it, it, it's because that taps into my absolute love of Jurassic Park, which is, one is I think, my... It always fights between Scott Pilgrim and that as my favorite movie. You know, those are the really just... I love, 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 love Jurassic Park. Um, can't get enough of it. I will watch it, and it's been a while. I used to be able to pretty much say every line verbatim nowadays not so much because i'm getting i'm almost 90 and i can't remember like whether or not i flushed the toilet or something but that's the point you know like if the people who enjoyed the snyder cut would just or not the snyder cut but just just not even justice league but like batman v superman anything snyder has done oh that's another thing speaking of a movie snyder's done i like Sucker Punch. I thought Sucker Punch was great. And people just straight up hate that movie. And I get it. I understand why. You know, it's not a well put together film. It's 
a little fetishizing, right, of the of the actors and uh, of the characters as they run around in school uniforms, killing robots and fighting Nazis. Sure, I get it. I think it's still it's a lot of fun to watch. I really enjoy the fight scenes. I enjoy the remixes of the songs that they play per kind of scene, right? Because it's like split up into four different fight scenes in four different areas, and it, it's I don't know. I enjoyed a lot. Three hundred, another movie I like. Watchmen, another movie I like. But the DC movies are so bad. Mine, the ones that Snyder did. I'm sorry. Look, Shazam's good. Wonder Woman's good. Aquaman's passable. Aquaman is like the Thor of DC Universe. It's like, it's fine. It's there. It exists. It's not the worst thing. But man, Man of Steel. And Batman v Superman. I mean, if I could, if I had a vomit sound effect, which I don't, I should probably get one. It'd be vomiting right now. It's, oh my God. But, but, I know that people love it. I know that people swear by those films. They think that they are God's gift to cinema. That's fine. But just admit they're bad. That's all. That make, I think that make the whole fandom a little easier to swallow. It's like, hey, this is a terrible film, but you know what? I like it. Great, cool, like what, what the, whatever the hell you want, like it. Just admit it's bad. <laughs> Just say it. This is a terrible movie. All right. Pat on the head. Pat, pat, pat. Good. Enjoy your film. Do I think that this is Zack Snyder? Okay, I'm done with Zack Snyder. I, I don't think it's going to be good, but again, I'm going to watch it for this so I can either complain about it or be like, yo, yo, guys, I was wrong. I was totally, totally wrong. Look, uh... Zack Snyder is the second coming of, uh, you know, the, the, I was going to say Bruce Springsteen, but that's not the name of the person I'm thinking of. Oh, <laughs> Steven Spielberg. I don't oh He's the second coming of Steven Spielberg. You, this is the best film ever that's ever been made since, I was going to say Space Odyssey, uh, 2001 Space Odyssey, but that's actually not a very good film either. Uh, but yeah. So anyway, there you go. Just admit it's bad. Anyway. But yeah, I mean, that's what Sincere Sarcasm is going to be about. We're going to just, we, and I say we, because I really want to bring other people on here. Talk about anything we want, however we want to, just whenever, you know, just it's just going to be a thing. Just to get your mind off of the world. And I promise that's it. I'm not bringing it up anymore. Oh, I, I take it back. I'll probably bring it up at one point or another. Because some of the stuff is like like gaming, for instance. I want to talk about gaming. I don't talk about gaming enough because I don't know any other gamers that are my friends. Like, who play as many games as I do or as many different video games as I do. It's a great release for me. Now, okay, I guess I take that back. I do know someone, but he's busy doing another thing. And I don't know if he necessarily has the time to do a show like this. But uh, if he's available, I'm going to definitely have him on here. And I'll have different people on, of course, as uh, as leagues pass. But, you know, gaming, I want to talk about gaming. I love gaming. I tweet about gaming. You know, I, I play Animal Freaking Crossing, the game that everyone has gravitated towards since this whole thing happened. And I'm saying thing because I don't, again, you know, I'm trying to not say the thing that's happening, right? You know, elephant in the room. 
Yeah. Anyway. It's another cut. Uh, so I'm playing that, you know, I'm playing, uh, I'm just playing all sorts of games right now. Streets of Rage 4, all these things. I want to be able to talk about it, right? Like, for instance, for instance, there is an obsession right now with Animal Crossing. However, a number of weeks in, we're still kind of playing it. There's a turnip market people are into. There's, um... People are trying to visit each other's islands. They're trying to improve the game. You know, tell Nintendo, hey, prove it in these little kind of, you know, life. I was going to say life changing, but uh, it's that way of life. You kind of ease of life, kind of like because because you know, there's certain things you can do in this game that are a little tedious, and the players want it a little bit easier so they can get more enjoyment out of the game. They get more done in the game, and maybe not spend as much time in it as one would. If you're playing it the way that Nintendo kind of built it, right? Because it's a game where you do everything. You got to pick each flower one by one. You got to sell everything. Well, not everything one by one, but you, certain things you got to sell by one or one by one or buy things one by one. And it's all about creating this island, making this island your home. The whole purpose of Animal Crossing is you, you get these resonants. You build this island, you make it pretty, you make it beautiful, you give it, it gets a rating. People start, uh, well, the game rates your island and says whether it's good or not. And, you know, you want to make your house bigger, you want to be able to build parks and, you know, beach resorts or whatever you want to make in your little island. It is up to you. There's so many different weird things on this game that you can, like, build and make. You can more or less, your imagination can pretty much go wild, more or less. I mean, they have server racks, for Pete's sake. Server racks. Who the, <laughs> who the hell thought this game is missing? As we pick flowers and sell them and, like, shake trees and, and you know, like, dig up holes and break rocks. This game needs a server rack. <laughs> Not only that, we need to get a wallpaper that will make the room look like it's a gigantic server room full of just all sorts of blades and like lights and blah. Like this is what we need to do for the. Who thought that? Like that's so weird. It's just the weirdest thing. I mean, but that's what's so appealing about this game. It's just, it's just, it's just weird. Every time we discover something new, we, I, it just weirds me out. Like I, I made recently. I found in a tree. Don't ask why you can find stuff in a tree, but you can find like. Um, well, I guess I didn't find this in the tray. I found uh, in a in a bottle um, these recipes that you can use to build stuff. You can build stuff in this game. You can you can actually like ch- chop down wood, get rocks, get stuff like that, and build things in this game. And one of the things they let you build, and I'm like, I've hit it. I've hit. I've hit. I have hit the peak of digital luxury. I have done it. They let you make a gold toilet that flushes. This stuff flushes. If you're not a gamer, that's weird, you know, because most video games don't give that kind of detail. Where like, if you go up to a toilet and you press the button and it flushes, you can send the toilet. Don't take your pants off. You don't do anything. Like that. You just send the toilet with your pants on. Sit there as long as you want. The moment you get off the toilet, it flushes. It's like wow, auto flushing toilets in your home, and it's gold. <laughs> it's like made of gold. How ridiculous is that? 
But that's what makes it so appealing. It's like there's just weird, weird stuff like that. And I can go on and on and on. I really can. They have musical instruments that you can pretty much, if you want you and your friends to go there, you can make a band that actually, if you push a button, it it strums. You can actually, you can't make real music from it, I don't think. But you can play the instruments that you build, like a grand piano or a guitar or a violin, apparently. Pretty dope, I think, and all those things. Love, love those instruments. But how great is that? Like, you get to, you know, you, again, you just get to let your imagination go wild, more or less, you know? There's limitations, of course. Always limitations. But otherwise, I'm having a good time. I play it every day for, like, at least an hour. Just doing stuff. But, uh, yeah. I mean, that's what I, but that's what people have been using to occupy their time. And you may have been bored for the last 10 minutes. Like, ah, oh, animal. Pff, everyone talks about animal. Okay, I'm sorry. I did. That's what I'm doing right now, right? And everyone's into well, I shouldn't say everyone, but a lot of people are into it. A lot of people are digging on it. And and, and some people have kind of like weaned off it and they're doing other things, but they go back. And they visit other people's islands and they gift people stuff and they just do all these things. It's just it's just it's just a ton just a ton of fun. I enjoy it way too much. Way too much. But speaking of Twitter, the anus of the internet. I shouldn't say that. I actually know a lot of wonderful people on Twitter. I, I interact with some awesome people on Twitter, so I don't know why. I mean, the rest of Twitter, I guess, is the anus of the internet. I did a podcast earlier today with someone who does not have a Twitter presence, and I envy them. And you might be thinking, well, then just get off Twitter. I can't. There's people I like on Twitter who I only communicate on Twitter with... Why would I leave? Just the same reason why I don't leave Facebook, because there's people on there. I would love to leave Facebook. I would love to delete it. But I don't, inter- I'm an introvert, and I don't like interacting beyond a certain point. And digital is my best way of interacting with people. I love, I, I, I shouldn't say I love it, because, you know, whatever. But it's the easiest way for me to interact with people is online. If I'm in person with you, it's tough, depending on who you are get freaked out, I get scared, I get nervous, I ramble. Okay, well, I guess I ramble here too, but, that, but that's beside the point. That's beside the point. I gesticulate a lot. My hands are all over the place right now. You can't see it, which is good. Which reminds me, I gotta, I'm thinking of doing this live too at some point. <laughs> I just have to think of a schedule. I need to schedule this on a regular day that I can do this every day on. Then maybe I'll do this on a regular basis and make this a thing that I do every night on a Monday or something for an hour or two and just chill with some folk on YouTube or Twitch or whatever. Figure it out. We'll see. This is only episode number one of a refurbished brand new. I shouldn't say brand new because this is just me bringing back an old show. We'll see what happens. Anyway. Twitter. I want to talk a little bit about Twitter. Another reason why I don't leave Twitter is because Twitter is the only place where I get... Oh, I shouldn't say this because that's terrible. <laughs> it's one of the few places where I get breaking news. I learned about a lot of things on Twitter when it was happening. When... Oh my god, I want to think of something fun. 
when something fun happened, I learned about. But it's mostly tragic stuff. <laughs> mostly tragic, terrible things happen, and I learned about it on Twitter. Well, I guess I learned about the Schneider Schneider. <laughs> you know those those delicious pretzels, Schneider pretzels, which I actually do like. Uh, I learned about the Snyder Cut on on Twitter. I learned about movie trailers on Twitter. I learned about a lot of stuff on Twitter. Like I discover things on Twitter when when it trends. I'm like, okay, I know what's going on. It keeps me from being ignorant. The only problem is is that when you go past the headline, now I say, don't never just stick to the headline. Go past the headline. The problem with going past the headline. <laughs> Is that you see everything else. <laughs> you see everyone else. You see what's underneath the layers. You see what's under the skin. And no one should see what's under the skin. Because it's gross. It's really gross under the skin. But yet, there I am. Absorbed sometimes. I'll be on Twitter. And, you know, there's some controversial if i can speak english controversial stuff that's happened recently that has been making the news right people have been seeing it online people have been tweeting about it obviously people are talking about it on facebook as well you know there's this there's there's these controversies and these atrocities that if I didn't have Twitter, I wouldn't know what's existing. Didn't know what's happening. And I, I like that about Twitter. It keeps me up to date. And that's great. But again, I need to stop. Because I get absorbed. Absorbed in the underbelly of Twitter. And like all these people being angry and hypocritical and all this stuff. And it just makes me angry. It just makes me upset. And it's like... How is this world supposed to get better? <laughs> like, how are we supposed to get better? All we want to do is fight. Like, that's all anyone wants to do is fight about everything. So few people just want to make the world continue turning. So few people want to make other people smile or be happy. Like, you could be the best of friends with somebody. And then the moment, the moment you realize they believe one thing, avoided for one person, or blah, blah, blah. You turn, and they become the enemy. At least on Twitter. I'm certain, in real life, I don't think it's that way. Because I know people whom I don't agree with, who I'm still friends with. Because just because I don't agree with them, doesn't mean I lose respect for them. I just don't agree with them. And we used to be cool with that. We used to be good with that. <laughs> I mean, I've never been religious. And I have been friends with so many religious people who've tried to convert me. And I'm just like, dude, guys, we'll relax. I'm good where I am. And oftentimes they will respect that and we become good friends and we learn about each other's lives and et cetera, et cetera. And it's great. But I mean, you know, that was, oh, you know, that was a while ago. <laughs> That's not quite a thing anymore. I don't think Twitter continues. And I use Twitter a lot because I think a lot of people go to Twitter for their information. And then again, they dig deeper and they look underneath and they just see all that grossness under the carpet. All those bugs and dirt and dead skin. Ugh. Terrible. And that's where it is, right? Right underneath. 
right under the the right under the hashtag or trending topic that caught your eye. That is what's underneath. Weird. So I have a love hate relationship, and I'm glad that people like Dave, the drummer, never got into it. I'm glad that this co-host on another show didn't get into it. That they seem to be able to live their lives just fine without social media. And I think I could too. I think I could. But I think I need something to distract me. <laughs> Person, place, thing, whatever. Like if I, I, I have this wild idea about like moving to Tokyo or something. Moving to Japan, for instance. Yeah, lofty idea, right? Ooh, going to Japan. But, I mean, I think I would stop checking social media that way. I would, Well, to a point. Like, I would keep my... I feel like there's a lot, a lot less of that stuff on Facebook because I mostly just follow my friends. I don't really follow topics. I don't really see trending things on there as much. I only see my friends. And they put out funny stuff and they put out memes and it's like hardy hardy hard so in that case i think i could do that even though Facebook and, and plus you know i like continuing to feed the you know the behemoth that is facebook and continue to feed the belly of the ever gigantic mark zuckerberg with my information and my whatever eat away but i think i could definitely toned down social media if I moved to another country or got involved in a cult or something. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, but I, feel, I feel I could. I feel I could. Now, you know, I'm saying this. Can I actually do it? Who the hell knows? But we'll find out, I guess, at some point. Anyway, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Something that's also hard to get away from that I'm noticing more that is actually kind of tangentially or directly related to Twitter and I'm going to talk about this, folks. This is the, again, this is the kind of stuff you're going to be getting from here on out. It's going to be all over the pa- all over the place, and weird. And will I have this amount of energy the whole time? No, hell no. I just happen to have this energy because it's hot. I'm. This is delirium. <laughs> this is exhaustion, and of course, this is a venti coffee, just flowing through my veins. And will probably keep me up till 2 o'clock in the morning. And it's 11 right now, just to give you an idea. All right. Porn. <laughs> I miss the days when it was called prawn with the O as a zero. You know, remember those days? God. It was like a century ago. Why am I bringing up porn? I think it's funny that porn is kind of commonplace now. <laughs> Or maybe just me. <laughs> like, I follow people on Twitter, and then out of left field, someone who I'm following is just casually liking or retweeting just porn. I'm thinking, wow. <laughs> I don't follow anyone anymore who uh, has a porn account. I, I was at one point following someone who I didn't know had a porn account. Now, mind you, I did not know. Someone I met at a convention, they're like, hey, we should, you know, hook up and do each other's shows and blah, blah, blah. And then I found out that this person did porn. And I'm like, oh, right. 
I mean, we never did each other's shows, unfortunately, because I thought they were kind of, you know, meeting them at the convention. They were cool. Like, there was nothing wrong with them, obviously. Um, and just because you porn, you porn doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you either. So I'm like, whatever. It's fine. It's, a, it's an interesting thing. It's a be interesting thing to talk about, if anything, right? It'd be an interesting thing to, to discuss. But no, I, I didn't happen. I don't know if it was for good reason or not. It just, just you know, the line, the, the stars never aligned. But anyway, porn, porn. When you walk into a bar and go, porn. <laughs> I don't really make myself laugh. I just, I, I just think, man, I'm so stupid. I say the stupidest things sometimes. Porn is so easily. I'm curious if it's becoming as desensitized here in the United States as it is in most European countries. Because nudity and whatnot is so passe in, like, the UK, for instance. There's a show called Naked Attraction where regular people would show – it's a game show, I believe, like a dating show on their television, prime time, I believe, where just people walk on stage naked. And I don't know. I don't know the premise. I, I don't really know the premise of the show. I just know that that's a thing that exists. It has passed my purview a few times. And I'm like, good for them. Like, that's brave. I would never show my body naked on TV. I have a disgusting body. But, you know, these people, you know, who don't necessarily have the most um, you know, amazing physiques go on there and are comfortable showing off what they have. And I, I think that's pretty cool. You know, because you get to see what real people look like, not just what we allow ourselves to look at, you know, mu muscled out dudes and like slender ladies. We don't, you know, we, we, that's not the reality. Reality is, you know, we got a gut or we're not hourglass shaped or whatever. So it's cool that they allow themselves to put themselves out there, which is cool. But again, you know, but that's normal. That's everyday stuff over there. I even believe that like their big brother stuff has like nudity in it too or whatever. Like nobody cares. Nobody cares. Here, of course, we care. We got freaked out with side boob, I guess, back in the day or when what's his face from NYPD Blue showed his butt. Just to date myself a little bit here. <laughs> How old are you? Well, there was a guy <laughs> who showed his butt <laughs> um, on television. <laughs> But yeah, like we still don't show nudity much. We'll show a butt. We're so we're sure we're good at showing people's back signs, but the front, the full front frontal, we're not ready yet. But with the amount of porn I see, not on purpose, mind you. This is not stuff I am seeking out. This is not stuff I am typing into Google and being like, "Show me naked boobies." No, none of that stuff. It just appears. I, I, I don't understand. I mean, I guess I do understand. But is that a good... I mean, I think it's a good thing. Personally, I think it's a good thing. Because I don't know why we're so hung up on it. Personally. Like, yay, bodies. Woo. Who cares? It's a body. You know? Like I said, I won't show my... Look, I'm not here to, to, to freak anyone out or scare people to death. Which is why I would never show my naked body to anybody, really. I would try not to, at least, or avoid it as much as possible. But if other people are willing to do it, good for them. 
There's hashtags on Twitter. I hate going back on. Not sponsored by Twitter. So, you know, I mean, if Jack Dorsey wants to sponsor me, go for it. But, um, you know, God, I've seen. And again, not, not, and you don't have to believe me. If you want to believe I seek out Wang and seek out Puss, then go for it. But I mean, it's there, man. It's there. In your face, sometimes. Uh, and I blame, tw- I blame Tumblr, really. Uh, Tumblr was, <laughs> Tumblr used to be, uh, and I wish I, I didn't know, I, just, I say I wish I knew this. I don't know if I wish I knew this, but I didn't know. I thought Tumblr was just for like kids and stuff. Like it was like a microblog. And then I find out when they shut down like the adult stuff that there was adult stuff there. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Like there was, there was like, I mean, there was illegal stuff there apparently too, but like all the legal stuff was there too. And I'm just like, what the hell? Like I guess porn star, not porn stars, but like cam girls and whatnot would post their stuff on Tumblr as a means of advertising or, or whatever. I I don't know how many people are listening to me right now and believe that I don't genuinely know this firsthand. I don't. I heard, I read about this on Reddit and I heard about it from people when Reddit when when Tumblr went down. I didn't know. I have a I had a, I made a Tumblr account like kind of near the end of that era of when they got rid of the Nazi for work stuff. And so I didn't know. I went in there. I'm like, okay, there's pictures of, okay, there's art. All right. There's, you know, anime. All right. There's, okay. There's nostalgia music. Okay. I didn't know. I I was not clicking on the right buttons apparently to get to the, to the naughty stuff, but whatever, you know? So I think they all migrated onto Twitter. And now they live there on Twitter. Which apparently Twitter doesn't give a damn. They're like, yeah, show all, show all the bits. It's all good. Show all of the bits. Doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, oh my, I'm giggling because I can't remember what the hell. Because I have a terrible memory. All right, guys. I have a terrible, terrible memory. <laughs> But what is the thing from pirates where they say, you know, blah, 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 all ye who blah, blah, blah. I don't remember. Holy crap. Somebody's yelling. It's like, ah, this thing. I'm an idiot. What do you want from me? I'm I'm an idiot. (laughs) What do you want? Uh, But yeah, you know, no warning whatsoever. You'll see a wang or you'll see, you know, boobies. Um, And that's fine. Good, good. Awesome. Uh, more power to the people who need to do that on here uh, on the Twitters. I'm not above it. I'll look at it at, at that stuff. I don't care. Great, female body is a work of art, etc. etc. I say that because no, you. Anyway, <laughs> that got weird. <laughs> I hope I grossed out people appropriately. If I haven't grossed out, grossed out people appropriately, I am not doing my job. All right. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, I think that's a good inaugural episode, especially since it's just me and I don't have anyone to banter off of. I should have someone to banter off of very, very soon. Will I have a permanent co-host on here? Who knows? Maybe, maybe not. We'll see what happens. But I would like to get people on here to just talk about nonsense. 
just talk about the stupidest stuff and complain about people and whine about things. I don't know about whine about things. Maybe I'll whine about things. Sure, I don't care. But this is what you'll get. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, this is what you get. But I'm glad. I'm so happy to be back. I'm so happy. I'm so happy to be back talking about this stupid stuff. I do kind of want to. And, and look, no lie. I do want to talk about the silly things too. I do want to talk about those. If, if an article really kind of like scratches my itch for being incredibly funny and being really dumb. I'll bring it up here. Of course I will. Why not? We used to do that all the time. Uh, relationship advice. I'm done with that. There's another. Sh- I do POI podcast after dark. <laughs> That's where you'll go. If you, I'm doing the love, sex, and relationship thing there. That's where I'm going to go. But um, yeah, look. Uh, like, for instance, um, I'm looking. So when I used to do this, just behind the scenes, when I used to do the segment with Dave, I would go to Not the Onion on Reddit, and that's where I got most of my articles, or if not all, really, and talk about that stuff on here. And for instance, look at this. Look at this. CDC, stop kissing or snuggling your poultry. Salmonella outbreak in 28 states, including Utah. So there's 28 states in which people are snuggling and kissing their poultry. What the hell's going on? <laughs> look, I realize, look, I've been told by a lot of people that chickens make great pets. My grandmother used to own a chicken as a pet. And when it died, ate the chicken, I think. But eggs every day. Lovely little eggs. Make some omelets pretty much every day. So, you know, not only a pet, but it was a utility. And my grandma loved this this chicken. Don't know if I ever got a name. I don't know. I don't remember. I was a kid. But we had a chicken. My grandma had a chicken. So I get it. I get that there's a love for chicken. But why are you kissing your chickens? What the hell is wrong with you people? (laughs) Why are you snuggling up to your chickens? Or roosters, or turkeys, or whatever poultry you happen to be hugging. Knock it off. What's wrong with you people? They're chickens. Unless it's chicken boo. Then what's the matter with you? Because you don't act like the other chickens do. (laughs) You wear a disguise that looks like human, guys. But you're not a man, you're a chicken boo. Alright. My favorite was... (laughs) He played like a martial arts character named Mugugai Boo. <laughs> Just think of that. Oh my god. Or General Boo. Oh, there's, oh, there's so many of those Chicken Boo ones that I just thought were so stupid but so funny. Man, Animaniacs 2, 2.0 can't come soon enough. Anyway. All right. I'm going to end it this right here. I'm not going to play my usual ending song, which is the theme to Enterprise. <laughs> Mostly... A, because I don't have it queued up, and B, because I want to play all of the Tommy's Taint and voicemails right here. I know it's a con- it, it, I don't know if it's a controversial segment of the show. We used to play it in the middle. But at least now you'll know. If you don't want to listen to it, you don't have to. I recommend you do. Dude's funny. Hilarious guy. Love the guy. Awesome dude. Also... A huge, huge, huge thank you as well 
to write Cow Left Coast, who continues to contribute to the show on the regular on my Patreon, patreon.com slash aka the other guy. Oh, I should do the, the plugs real quick. Sincerlysarcasm.net. Just go there. My Twitter's there. I think my Instagram is there. Maybe not. If not, aka the other guy, you know. Other shows I'm doing are there. Meh. But here, I will insert about like a few minutes worth of Tommy <laughs> being Chef's Kiss. See you all next time with a guest, hopefully. Talk to y'all then. Peace out, everybody. Oh, oh, oh. Crab in the pants, sorry. Forgot one last thing. <laughs> Email address, feedback at sincerlysarcasm.net. <laughs> How can I forget that? How are you going to get in contact with me? Feedback at sincerlysarcasm.net. Duh. All right, I'm done. Here's Tommy. Words are confusing. Sometimes meetings are quaint. Some are said it's crazy. And Tommy's taint. That's me. Hi, uh, this, this call is for the Stuff and Martha's Muffin Baking Show. I tried to get into on the show live, but the show ended before you could take my call. Anyway, first time caller, long time listener. Um, look, you were given a recipe for for uh, Halloween muffins, and you mentioned that you used um, some red food dye and some green food dye. Well, I want to tell you that you can use those two ingredients also for a wonderful remedy for uh, hemorrhoids. Um, yeah, here's what you do. First, you need a friend, and you're going to need some supplies. But I'll tell you about here in a minute. So if you got a hemorrhoid, uh, what you do is you have your friend mix up some vinegar, just some uh, apple cider vinegar there, with two drops of red food coloring, two drops of green. It has to be two drops of each. I don't know why, but it does. And then you have your friend stick a funnel in your asshole, and you, he pours the vinegar with the food coloring in your asshole, and then he pours in some baking soda, so it makes like a little... Uh, like, you know, like a little volcano in your rectum there. And don't get me wrong, it'll burn. But when the burning subsides, then he takes the the uh, funnel out. And then hopefully your friend's in the medical field or the veterinary field, because ideally you want to use a surgical-grade sterile scalpel, but you can use an exacto knife in a pinch. And you see, a hemorrhoid is an engorged uh, vein, the blood vessel that's all puffed up. So you have to locate that vein and, and use the scalpel or the knife to, to slice lengthwise along that, along that distended vein, and quite a lot of blood will, will come out. And uh, so hopefully your friend has some surgical sponges there to stanch the bleeding. And uh, don't get me wrong, the, the, uh, it'll be painful. I mean, it's going to hurt uh, pretty much like a motherfucker. Uh, but you won't care once the once this is over. Anyway, yeah, the, the pain will be intense, much like uh, the orgy I went to last week at the uh, at the campground there. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not guaranteeing this will cure the hemorrhoid, but after you've been through this experience, this intensely uncomfortable, painful, bloody experience, you won't really care if you have hemorrhoids or not. You'll you'll just be glad the whole thing's over. Uh, love the show, and um, I'll be listening. Take care. I don't. Oh, I don't know if you remember me, Martha, but I got your autograph at the convention in St. Louis. Yeah, I wear glasses. Remember me? Bye. Yeah, Martha, it's it's me again. Sorry, I forgot to tell you the most important part. 
uh, after you do the procedure for the hemorrhoid, definitely do not go to the all-you-can-eat spicy taco bar at Zapata's Restaurant in Collinsville, Illinois, for at least a week. Okay, take care. Bye-bye.